0: Hey, how's it going today, guys? This is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I was just coming to sit down and discuss a really big thing today. We have some big breaking news coming out of Boulder, Colorado. As the University of Colorado has announced that after the 2023-2024 regular season ends, they will be departing from the Pac-12 and joining the Big 12. Now, obviously, if everybody's been paying attention to college football as of late... We know that earlier in the offseason there were major talks between the University and the Big 12 Conference but as of today it has been unanimously agreed and signed that after this upcoming season Colorado will be departing and leaving for the Big 12 and if anybody has been watching college football for a long time you would know that Colorado is one of the original teams from the Big 12 in 1996 they stayed there from 96 to 2011 where they happen to depart for the Big 12, where they currently reside. And like I said before, they will be leaving after this season. Now, if we're talking Big 12, we all know that after this upcoming season, the University of Texas and Oklahoma will be leaving for the SEC to join the likes of LSU, Alabama, and the Georgia Bulldogs. But... Before next season, before this upcoming season, we have four new teams joining the Big 12 And the University of Brigham Young, BYU. We have Cincinnati, we have Houston, and we have Central Florida joining this upcoming season. So a lot of new teams to try to get integrated into the conference before Texas and Oklahoma leave. Now, obviously, when you lose these two teams after this coming season, that is a big blow. Two of the biggest powerhouse conf- teams in this conference— Uh, That's obviously going to be some big shoes to fill. There are names of some other teams that are looking to maybe join in the next year or so. Uh, Teams along the likes of Arizona, Arizona State, possibly Memphis, and I've heard talks of SMU maybe, but there are also talks of them maybe joining the Pac-12 Uh, this is a conference that will be having a big overhaul. Obviously, you will not have those two cornerstone teams anymore. So I think, obviously, it will take a little while of getting used to, but I think it's really going to be a good chance for these new teams to make an impact and try to make stake at maybe becoming a perennial Big 12 champion. Uh, These teams coming in, including Colorado next season, they're not five-star programs. Obviously, they do have some good history. Obviously, BYU does have a national championship in their history, as well as Colorado as well. So, I mean, they're not bad schools for by any means, but just not to the same degree as a Texas or Oklahoma. I think the Big Twelve could be really interesting after this season, seeing all these new teams trying to get integrated and just trying to put their stake on the ground and saying, "Hey, we're here. We want to, you know, we want to make an impact. We want to first start." I mean, this is really good for Colorado for a simple fact that, one, I think they fit in a lot better in this conference in the Pac-12. Uh, I think it could help Dion even more with recruiting, being in a conference with these Texas teams. Uh, obviously, you've seen that early in the offseason they had big turnover. Uh, since April 15th, it's probably a higher number now, but the last source I checked, they had 47 players from that last team entering the transfer port of leaving Colorado. Uh, obviously, Colorado gets good key transfers of Shader Sanders, obviously Deion Sun, Shiloh Sanders, Deion Sun, and uh, the number one recruit from a couple years ago, Travis Hunter. Uh, I think this move will really benefit them, man. I think the recruiting trail really helped them. I think it will help get them a fresh start. Obviously, Colorado is coming off a 1-11 season. I think in the long run, this is really going to help to reestablish them as a good football school, man. Colorado, since they left the Big 12 to go to the Pac-12, man, it has been very up and down. They've had a couple of decent seasons, but, man, they have struggled. I mean, last year they won one game under the previous regime, and I mean, Dion wasted no time in just letting these players know, like, if you were on this previous team and you were planning on taking this mentality you had last year and playing and conducting yourself how you did last year, we do not want you here, and thus you had damn near 50 or more players leave for the transfer portal. Now, obviously, there are no restrictions with this transfer portal process. It's pretty much the Wild West, and although Dion lost a lot of players, well, he pretty much flipped the entire roster over on its head and turned around and pretty much rebuilt his entire roster through the transfer portal. And obviously, they've gotten some really good guys to commit to this year. This year is a 2023 class, as well as they've probably gotten some really good names with the 2024 class as well. Uh, I think just as of this season for Colorado, I'm not going to say that they're going to win nine, 10 games, but I'm going to make a kind of a comparison, not to the same degree, but just hear me out. It's kind of a similar situation as with Brian Kelly going to LSU last year. Obviously, Brian Kelly a lot more experienced and no disrespect to Deion Sanders, but Brian Kelly has been a head coach for 20, 30 years up to this point. Uh, but you got to think that going into year one, they are coming off of disappointing regime, dis- disappointing seasons. And they're going in to establish a culture, establish a culture of winning establish a culture of hey we're not here to play around we want to turn this around and we want to win and we want to punch you in the mouth and show you who we are uh, obviously Brian Kelly did that last year over achieving his expectations with winning the SEC West and making a SEC title berth against the Georgia Bulldogs but we're not going to talk about LSU today I think Dion can do something similar this year I'm not saying he wins his division and wins nine, ten games. I'm not going to say that. Uh, I think they will have growing pains. Obviously, he coached Jackson State, which is a big difference between a big power five school like Colorado. I think they will have their struggles. Uh, I think they will have growing pains, but I think they have so much talent on that team. Just look at an athletic perspective, just talent and athleticism alone. They have a lot of really good athletes, and man, like I could definitely see Colorado winning anywhere from five to seven, maybe even eight games. You really never know. If you really just look at this schedule, uh, they have some big games at home and away. Their first game of the season, they have to go to Texas and play TCU. Uh, they were in the national championship last year, and obviously they've lost some players, but that could be a big deal. Uh, a couple weeks after, they have to go to Eugene to play Oregon. And a couple of months down the road, they have to go to UCLA as well. Uh, they do have some big home games. They have September 30th. They have USC. Uh, they have Oregon State on November 4th. And obviously, you might not think big of this one, but they do have Nebraska on the 9th of September. Obviously, Matt Rule is coming in. Another first-year head coach again. Obviously, he's proven he can rebuild programs, but that could be a really big game for them. Uh, man, I like what Dion is doing with Colorado. Obviously, he is just... Trying to put his stamp on it, uh, he's trying to completely turn this program around. I mean, Colorado has not been relevant probably since they last won their national championship. It has been a steady decline, but obviously the decline has gotten a lot worse since they joined the Pac-12. I, I did not think it was a very good move for them from the start. I didn't feel like they fit the mold. I feel like just like Nebraska, they shouldn't have left the Big 12 to start with. Now, obviously Nebraska's in the Big Ten, and that's a whole different discussion. But just for Colorado, I think they are just... Big 12 to their core. And uh, obviously, we said earlier, it's been speculation, but now it is set in stone. So after this year, obviously, this will be one year for De'Gon to play in the Pac-12. And I think he'll fare well. But I think in the long run, this move will really benefit the university. I think this this move will really benefit Dion, his staff, their players. Uh, Dude, I really think that this could really help him recruiting even more. They are getting such a huge number of guys through the portal. Imagine now you might be able to get your hands in some of these southern states to get some really good recruits. I mean, obviously, he's still getting guys, and he's lost a few guys as well. But, man, like this move, I think, is a great move for them. And like I said before, this is a new conference. Obviously, those four new teams are in a similar place as Colorado. Not terrible programs, but not as big or a pedigree as Texas or Oklahoma. I think that this conference, like I said before, I think it's going to take a little while for people to be adjusted. But I think in the long run, obviously, it's not the SEC. Obviously, it's not the Big Ten. And it's not even the ACC. But I think in the long run, I think this conference could be really entertaining to watch. I could definitely see this often, this uh, this conference turn into just a wide-open conference where whoever could win it on any given Saturday. I mean, you really never know. I think they have some really good talent in this conference, some really good universities already here, uh, teams such as Kansas State, uh, Baylor, Iowa State. Some very oh, in Texas Tech as well, some very prominent football programs, and I think Colorado moving here is gonna benefit them. It's gonna benefit the conference as a whole and all the other teams, man, I think they're really trying to establish something as a conference, obviously losing those two teams can really it could really ruin everything, but I think in the long run it'll really benefit the conference as well. I believe in Dion, I think Dion's gonna really turn that program around, but obviously. This is a big difference in Jackson State. Like I said before, I think he will have growing pains, but I think another year, two years, three years down the line, I think Colorado will be in a much better place and be really competing against some of these bigger schools. Obviously, uh, his son Shadur, he is a, uh, I think he is a junior. After this year, I want to say he will be eligible for the NFL draft. He is on a lot of guys' husband watches. And, man, he could really stun some people, and he could really ball out this year. And if he ends up leaving, then you have to ask, okay, where are we stand out, at the quarterback position? But I think with uh, the way he's recruiting, the way they're getting guys to the portal, I don't think he's going to have any problem getting those really important positions like that. But, uh, yeah, guys, I just wanted to sit down and talk to you guys about it. And, man, I just would really appreciate if you all just leave some comments, uh, leave some feedback, man. We really appreciate everybody who, uh, Everybody who's been listening, paying attention, subscribing for sure. For the people that are watching and listening and not subscribed yet, man, you should really subscribe. They have a lot of really good content already there, a lot of really good t- content coming. So all I can say is just like, comment, subscribe. Make sure that you check off that bell notification so you do not miss a beat. We have a full college football playlist. And by the time that this video or audio releases, we will have a full NFL playlist of content for you guys to listen to. So we'd really appreciate it if you take the time out of your day subscribe like comment and man just check out the content i think you guys will really like it and we really appreciate it you have a great day this is brandon signing off